0: Paying attention to your digital presence and getting some help with middle schoolers coming up on the Better Sundays Podcast. Welcome to the Better Sundays Podcast. Focused, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Greetings, greetings. Mr. Mike here, all the way from Wyoming, coming to you. Glad to have you with us here today on our podcast. We've got uh, some good stuff in our Ask Mike section. We're going to be talking about dealing with some middle school issues and uh, parents and stuff along that line. So stay tuned. We'll catch that at the end, like we always do. And uh, if you have any questions you'd like to submit, you can do that at inforeachkeep.com. At but welcome. welcome. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast. Mike Holmes here, uh, taking a few moments here to spend some time with you and help you to have a better Sunday. Today we're talking about this whole idea of the shopkeeper and the businessman, and is the local church like a business, yes or no? Well, in many ways it isn't, and in many ways it is, and so we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about uh, one of the ways that we are, and this is with your digital presence. Uh, before I go to a doctor's office, before I buy something online, before I go anywhere anymore, I check them out digitally. I want to find out what they're all about, and I'm going to go online, and I'm going to look at their site, and I'm going to look at their reviews, and I'm going to look at stuff, and your church is no different than that. You have probably had hundreds of people that have looked at your church, and you may be like, oh man, I wish i would just show up, okay, <laughs> well, we can do some things to help them to show up, and that's what we're all about, we, I, I can picture the, the shopkeeper of old, you know, the guy with the little general store, in the, you know, the old cow town type of a thing, and he's got all the merchandise, and, you know, on the shelves, and people come in and order their, you know, poke of salt, and two pounds of flour, and some bacon, or whatever, but I can imagine that somewhere in that guy's life. You know, he's got the apron on. You can kind of picture some of the old cowboy movies with the shopkeeper. I can picture that somewhere that guy was out working on his sign that hung in front of his building. And it might say mercantile, you know, an old-fashioned kind of word. It may say general store, kind of an old-fashioned type of word. But one way or another, there was probably some good paint applied to that sign. There was probably some good thought that came into it. It might, you know, have some extra wording. Of like we sell you know food and clothing and bullets and you know all the different things that uh, they sold, but there was probably a fair amount of thought put into that, and that's what we equate with. We as the leaders of the local church need to put attention into our our presence, the outside presence, before anyone ever experiences the good preaching, the Holy Spirit moving, the fellowship of the saints, the unity of believers all together. Before they ever experience any of that, they experience your outside. They see the outside of your building. They see your digital presence in this day and age. So let me give you a few practical areas to work on in your digital presence here. And uh, these are just some real simple, simple things. There are three big areas that people will run into and this is kind of like we call inbound where they're coming in and they're looking at you there's three areas that they will find if they search for you and they'll find these quickly now you can do this by searching for your own church online through one of the search engines most people use the google one but there's bing and you know go duck go-go duck or whatever. I never use that one, but I've heard of it. Um, but there's a bunch of different search engines out there. Yahoo is, of course, a popular one because a lot of people have Yahoo kind of as their main uh, sort of homepage on their browser. Uh, but all of those, if you go to search for your church, you're going to have some things come up. Now, Since Google is the granddaddy of them all, we're going to kind of talk about that one uh, because this is what's going to happen. People are going to go on their phone. They're going to go on a computer, laptop, whatever, and they're going to either search for church in the area, Bible-believing church in the area. They might put the name of the church Uh, you know, actual name of the church in and uh, see what they find. But many times it's just kind of like church in this area. And remember, websites are for people who are looking for a church, not opposed for people who are looking for, you know, doctrinal information and details there. There are people that will look for that. There's people want to come and see what missionaries you support and who you affiliate with and how you, all the pictures that you have and how people are dressed. There's all that. But a lot of people, and most people are just simply looking for a place and that's what they're they're after and so what we need to do is make sure that we are paying attention to what the most people are looking for, all right? So you can have all the other things there, and those are important, but make sure that you have, like say, and we've talked about this before, you know, picture of your church, you know, the address, a map, service times, those are the the, the biggies right there. So when someone types in, and I just did this on our church, basically, here's what I got. I got uh, in, in Google ranking a whole list of different things, and I put churches in Sinclair, uh, Wyoming, Okay, uh, and so it all came down. And at the at the very top was, the, I mean, that's the number one one. And you want to be up there. You don't want to be way down here. You want to be up near the top. And second, third, fourth, fifth, all those, the, several different hits there. Then on Google, they also have a sidebar that will have some information if you have hit a specific uh, hotspot, according to them. In other words, it's something that's important. So if you, like, went to Orlando, or, orlando is that what they call it florida orlando florida and typed in disney world okay you would probably get you know all sorts of things for orlando florida but you'd also get a big thing for disney world uh down the side of it they want to use all their real estate as much as possible so on ours at the very top okay uh the first thing that came out was our facebook page okay and you and we're going to talk about that then the next one was our website and then there was a couple more iterations of our website, and then it kind of went down into some other things in our particular town that had the the word Sinclair in them. But on the right, then it had the Google what what you might consider Google Maps, but it's technically kind of run through this, a portion of Google called Google My Business. And it's where it has the, the phone number of your church and your service times if you've entered them and pictures of your church and reviews. All of those are going to show up. And those are the big three. So let me go through those three. And you need to pay attention to them. You need to go to these and make sure that they are in good shape. Let's start with your website because that's the easiest one. You should have some access to your website. If you don't, um, try to do everything you can to figure it out or abandon that and come up with a new website that you do have access to and make it just a simple website. Uh, starting out now, you don't need all sorts of fancy sign-up stuff. You don't need tons of stuff. You just need some simple a simple site that is like a brochure for your church. It's static. It's not changing a lot it's going to have picture of your building as seen from the street it's going to have service times it's going to have a map and directions on how to get to your church and then from there you can add you know what to expect if you come to church and you know with pastor's name and you know some pictures of the children's program some of that so but you need to have access to your website and you need to make that uh, uh, as best as you can be pay attention to your website the second thing is your facebook page now i know a lot of younger people kind of not on facebook because it's kind of like oh that's for old people but facebook pages are because that they have like you know three billion people like a third of the planet is on facebook they get the highest rankings and your facebook page will come up in a ranking and people will find that many times way before they'll find your website it will show up. And so you need to have on your Facebook page, you have a big op- opportunity to put a banner. And there's usually a little smaller picture in there, profile picture in there. And on that banner, you need to have a picture of your church. And we recommend on that banner that you put your service times there, uh, especially just your Sunday morning one. That's the main one. You can get them all in there, but that gets kind of busy. So, you know, come join us at 1030, Sunday m- every Sunday morning at 1030, something along that line, and put that right on the photo photograph and you'll have to have a a little bit of you don't need like photoshop or any expensive things but just a program a word process program where you put text over the top of a photo and then use that photo uh to to be your main banner and it'd be long and skinny kind of like that there are dimensions you can find those on your own then you can Have different things on that page. Posting, you can put your sermons on there. You know, inviting everybody to church on this such and such a day. You can put all those things on there. So, so your your first one is your website. Make sure it is in good shape. Make sure then your Facebook page, uh, your church's page has uh, that particular banner on it, and that you've started to put you know relevant stuff on on your thing. You don't want something from seven years ago on your Facebook page. That just says old and we don't care. We want, we want to be relevant. So keep, posting things on your Facebook page, and they will come up and show when people click on that. So they're going to hit your web page. They are going to hit your Facebook page. The third thing they're going to hit in your digital presence that we need to be sharp on is they are going to hit your what we would call like Google Maps. And you might think of it as a Google Maps, but it's a Google information kind of block that's there. And it is the information that is on your church specifically and you can go to that and alter that and make it what it should be you can add photos to it you can put service times you can put uh, reviews on there all sorts of different things and all of this we've covered this before uh, in some of our training we definitely cover this in our Reach Keep Academy. Uh, but it is how how to run this. And it's go, it goes through Google My Business. Uh, and if you want to learn about how to do that, go on YouTube and type in google my business tutorial or you know lessons or basics and they will teach you in five minutes seven minutes kind of how to get on that page and make sure there are good photos the right photos i uh, was working with the church last week and we went to google my business and opened it up and it had photos of a of, of stuff that he didn't even know, the pastor didn't even know who they were or what they were, like a car for sale and a picture of a catalog and a bunch of, you know, crazy stuff on there. He said, you need to get those things off and put new things on, and you need to learn how to do that. So that is all your digital presence. And if you are a shopkeeper, you need to be making that Happen now on a couple of those the Facebook page and the Google page there are places for one of the most potent things that you uh, can have, and that is reviews. Now, your website you could put reviews on there if you want uh, and just kind of build a button that says reviews, and people could go through, and that would be easy for a web your website person to work on that. But on Google My Business or the Google page. And your Facebook page, there are buttons for people to leave reviews when they check in and check out of your church, and you want to have good reviews on there and we want you to have good reviews on there so to get good reviews on there here's what we want you to do. we want you to uh on the on this page wherever you're at um, we want you to click on this link that I put here that we have a three step review process of how to do that how to get good online reviews and if you're watching this on YouTube this will be in the notes uh, if you're listening to this podcast it's going to be in the notes that are associated with uh, the podcast uh, we'll put it in there and it is just a uh, an address that will take you to online review sheet that we have and it is a free download I think it's several pages six or seven pages and it will teach you how to get good online reviews because of all these pages that they go to, and they're going to find these three. I mean, I guarantee you they're going to find these three. Um, They are then, once they go to that, they're going to look at the reviews, I was looking at reviews just the other night for some uh, kind of uh, vitamin type supplement things uh, that my wife and I were talking about. And it's like, oh, I wonder what the reviews are. And I went and there was dozens and dozens of them. I read the good ones, I read the bad ones, but you know, it helped me to make a buying decision to help clarify my mind and boom, eventually I hit a purchase button and got some uh, medicine, uh, other pills, whatever you call them, uh, supplements. Um, got those coming coming my way, okay, because the reviews help me settle it all. Reviews help bring clarity uh, to your digital presence, so you're going to want to make sure uh, that you, uh, get to those reviews. So, uh, anyway, those are the, the big three, the Google, my business, Facebook church, actual website, and then make sure that on the Facebook page and your Google thing that you are getting good reviews. And you do that by going, uh, and get downloading the thing that I just mentioned there. So, um, now let's jump to ask Mike. Okay. I always get some interesting questions and I have one here. and I need to bring up the notes so I can read it. And, uh, For those of you here uh, watching online here, uh, we're doing this, by the way, thank you for you Facebook people or uh, the YouTube folks that watch this. I appreciate very much. If you would do me a favor, and I hope that this is helpful stuff for you. If you would do me a favor, right there in the bottom of of the YouTube page, there's a subscribe button. If you'd hit that and definitely give us a thumbs up uh, when these things make sense to you. Uh, we would appreciate that. So um, here's a, here's a question it had to do with uh, middle school kids. It says I have a, a new class of middle schoolers from many backgrounds. Um, they have all been doing remote learning for the last year. Some of the kids seem to be bullying, and I'm also worried about some parents interfering. And it's like this is a very broad question. Okay, so uh, to the Ask Mike segment here, we try to answer the questions best we can. This is fairly broad and. And so uh, there's a lot to teaching middle schoolers. And those of you that teach middle schoolers, praise God and thank you very much for what you're doing. Middle school is kind of the last hope for parents. In other words, parents have children and they're like, oh, my child's going to grow up to be something awesome. And oh, my fourth grader is going to be president of the United States. And oh, my fifth grade girl is going to you know, be a World Cup soccer player. And they, I mean, they have lots of hopes. And in middle school, those hopes are still alive. By the time a child becomes a teenager well into their teen years and is in high school, parents start to lose hope. They start to go, well, boy, he's headed his own way, or she's well, she's independent, you know, that, that type of stuff. They start to lose it. So middle school parents are very important. So my answer has a lot to do with uh, parenting here. So let me uh, uh, write down a couple of things that I that I responded with. Uh, number one, be an excellent teacher. In, in other words, learn all that you can on being a great presenter and a great relator. We've talked about this in our, our YouTube uh, teachers, our effective teacher series. Make sure that you are honing those presentation skills and being really good uh, and learning to be a great relator. That's important as well. Um, now, remember the parents, no matter what their spiritual condition, the parents are the ones with the most investment and the best term long-term relationship with the child and this is what I mean and I have worked with parents uh, that are just absolutely off the edge I mean they're into You know, they've been through multiple marriages and they're in a relationship now that they shouldn't be in. They're on drugs. I mean, you know, pornography in the house, you know, vile language. I mean, everything. And here are these junior hires, you know, middle school kids are being raised in that environment. But let me say something. I always respect those parents. Those parents are the ones that are going to be with them all the way through. You know, they may be in your church for a year or two. And lots of times people like this, very transient, mobile around, they're a different spot, they're gone. But the mom and dad are gonna be there. So if we can give the mom and dad tools and help them to understand that they're the ones that are influencing these children and help them to be training up that child in the way they should go. So we try to be supportive of the parents and we try to help those parents to make wise choices. And that is one of the most important things that we can do is spend time with the parents and help parenting do that. And don't be disrespectful to the parents. I uh, came up in the bus ministry type church where we all a lot of us went out and brought kids in, and you probably went and knocked on the door, and the parents were out, you know, partying that night, and you got to go wake up the kid and get them dressed and get them to church, and lots of times the discussion turns to the parents, and it turns to negative towards the parents and disrespectful towards the parents, and and I understand. I can be, you can be frustrated when parents are partying all night and not raising their kids the right way. I get frustrated as well but i don't get disrespectful those are the moms and dads and i'm going to help that mom help that dad raise those kids the best they can and so stay tuned and hang out with us here at the reach keep academy because we teach a lot on this whole concept of making sure that you're respecting the parents and that you're doing stuff that gets parents and kids together and we have a variety of teachings that we do uh, on the academy there. So uh, be an excellent teacher, respect the parents is kind of the the summary of that. Um, how to teach kids that are coming right out of online learning for a year. Oof, anybody, nobody knows. I mean, this has never happened in the, in the history of our uh, little world here, uh, you know, that we've had that type of thing. So uh, I just, you know, do the best you can uh, with what you got there. So, all right. Thanks for being with us. Don't forget to mash that old uh, uh, like button and the subscribe button. And we will catch you here next week at the Better Sundays podcast. And uh, make sure that you serve the Lord with gladness. Enter to his gates with thanksgiving. And you folks have a great week. We will see you next week. God bless